0: Welcome to the Mortgage and Mindset in Minutes podcast, and I'm your host, Tiffany Rose, where you'll get a little on mortgage and a lot on mindset. Hey, Bo, I'm so happy that you're back with us today. So we talk on and off all the time with our masterminds and all that cool stuff, but really wanted to dig in today on what you're doing to educate, you know, how I'm doing my coaching. And it's really like, educating and figuring out ways to be innovative and be a marketer, that's a backbone of a successful business, especially in today's world. So gone are the days of like cold calling and doing all those things to get business. So what I wanted you to talk about today is you're a wealth of information on the way that you help customers find you and the types of leads you get and how. So just give me like a little bit of a summary on what Emerge, you're the president of Emerge. Tell me what that... Does and then I'm going to ask you some really cool stuff on how you're generating business.
1: Sure. So, Emerge Lending Group is basically we provide capital uh, through uh, through banks, credit unions, private debt funds, SBA loan programs. Uh, We work with. We don't do any residential loans. So I don't do any owner occupied. It's all for investors or business owners and entrepreneurs. So I focus in in those niches. And so we might help somebody acquire, a buy a franchise and start a franchise and grow that with SBA financing. We might help uh, a new investor flip their first property with fix and flip funding and then teach them how to burr the property, refinance, pull their money back out, and then keep it into a long-term DSCR loan. So really, we help people create wealth through real estate and business acquisition and expansion.
0: I love it. And you're killing it because you're popping up left and right everywhere. And on YouTube, I mean, you figured out ways to grow your business without having to do all the old school ways, which is that's what I want to teach my loan originators. That I want to change the industry and get people to like kind of cross over into, so to speak, your world on the plethora of ways that you can market yourself and get people to find you and know how they have the opportunities to work with you. It, we have in our lending you know, world, such an old school way of thinking still, even just posting something on social media is not going to get someone to jump at the chance to, I can't wait to work with Bo or Tiff because they posted a, a reel. You really have to figure out ways to educate and serve and market yourself that way. And it's so important because people are looking for information and that's what's going to connect you with the right fit to help them because- there's there's no way that we can just sell without having this impact in serving our customers and our clients. So I know that you're out there helping and making the positive impact, but you're you've found a way several ways to get to those people and attract that business. So can you just give me like maybe two or three let's start with one of them that I love that you do about your podcast and how you're getting leads that way.
1: Sure. so uh, my podcast, gives me about five to seven new leads booked on my calendar every single day Monday through Friday um, and so what we do it's 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 a podcast on audio but what we're, we really specialize it's a podcast show on YouTube because YouTube is the second largest search engine okay and then we do long form interviews where we interview about entrepreneurial things business owners you know tax strategists but we also do short specific content. in in niches so riches are in the niches so if i wanted to rank a video for you know what is the best dscr loan for a short-term rental property right i rank that video i show up on the first page of youtube which is a powerful search engine and then that leads to people that have have, they have intent somebody is searching for an answer and i answer specific questions that then converts to a calendar appointment there's in the description of the youtube video and i book on my calendar Right. And so I plant seeds. I know where to plant the seeds. And over time, as I water them, really, you don't really have to water them. It's basically right? I'm cloning myself. Every video I do, I clone myself. So now I have all these mini bows out there bringing in deals, bringing in opportunities. And you never know who you're going to meet. I've met some really cool high level people. You go, I can't believe this guy's calling me. This guy's got a net worth of 60 million bucks. But you know what? He needs money. And that's what we sell as mortgage lenders. We sell money and then why do people come to me is because they relate to what i'm saying on camera they feel like they know me and they go if i call Bo or i book an appointment with Bo, he's going to give me some guidance whether i'm ready now meaning i don't have a deal but i i'm willing to take these 15-minute appointments even with people that don't have a deal right now and they need some answers they need some help and over time you know that equates to hundreds of appointments then you put them in your crm you put them in your newsletter They, then you also give them CTAs calls to action, call to action. Hey, do you want to come to my meetup? Hey, do you want to come to this virtual meetup on owning franchises, which we're doing on Wednesday, right? All these things, I'm inviting to share knowledge with my Rolodex of people Rolodex. We don't use that word anymore, but CRM. Okay. So by having knowledge and people of being a resource to people out there and having success, success stories, right? Success, the biggest, thing you can do is get a testimonial of a borrower or somebody you've helped, you know, like, Hey, go to Bo because Bo helped me get five Airbnb properties. Now I'm making $70,000 a month in gross revenue. I didn't have any knowledge before that. And then he showed me, he introduced me to a cost segregation company. And then I wrote off 200,000 against my income because you know, all these things, right? So that's where I want to be is the center of influence where I can give these people good, good advice. And that's, in conjunction with these online presence you do an in-person presence too because some people want to actually touch and feel bow
0: yeah and, uh, so <laughs> right people. then you do
1: you do you try to do some in-person events but yeah youtube is an amazing strategy video content people want to 50 percent of all podcasts now are, are are watched on youtube they're not actually watched or listened to on youtube yeah. so that's a huge number the podcasting industry is like a multi-trillion dollar industry And it just really is getting started right now. So you don't have a podcast, you're missing the boat.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, everything you're saying, there's an undertone of there's technology involved in all this. It's not just buy my thing, buy my thing, or people hear you talking and they see your name on a podcast and they're like, hell yeah, I'm going to call Bo and I'm going to know exactly what he does and how he can help me. You're using all of these tools keyword searches and, you know, um, the technology you're putting on the YouTube platform and you're having people find you. And that's how you're generating the leads. It's not just that what you just said, you're not just on the podcast platform and people just find you, you're integrating it, you're putting on YouTube, you're using, uh, you know, the summary, you're putting the timestamps too, right? So when somebody, you want to elaborate on that a little bit?
1: Yeah. So when you put timestamps in YouTube description, There's all these things you can do to be found, right? Like if you just upload your video and put a crappy thumbnail, that's not going to work. Thumbnail is important. The title, you know, uh, DSCR loans for short-term rental investors, whatever. Yeah. That's important. The description is important. The CTA, the call to action in the description. And then you use technology to do timestamps so that, you know, at minute five, Bo talks about the advantages of a DSCR loan versus a conventional loan right and those are keyword optimized too and then that helps in the algorithms of search to be found so the more you can put out like that is important and then also the looping like when i in my video i said hey if you like this video and you want to learn more about short-term rental investing click on this video they you keep them engaged and then they over time they're like man this guy puts out great content like everything he's talking about is cool and, and sometimes there's some stuff i don't like but all in all they subscribe. They get notified when a new video comes out, and then it all starts from some random person searching how to get an SBA loan on a self-storage facility, and then they become my client and my friend, and you know, a business contact. The lifetime value of that client, right? The lifetime value of that client could be six figures, just one client, right? How many times do we do that deal? First deal I'm doing today, for example, good old Justin is doing wants to buy this and build a hundred thousand square feet of self storage total project cost is $13 million. Right. And so this commission here, if I were to close it would be $50,000. This one deal would be $50,000 in my pocket. So now, you know, it might fall out and he might not get the offer accepted. It might not happen. It's not easy, but the point is is he found my information on YouTube or my audio version podcast or from a real. I'm not sure. I didn't ask him. And this can equate to $50,000. So how many of these videos can you put out with good relevant content? And, and, and also I should say you have to be an expert in whatever you're doing, or at least have the niche. So if I was a residential mortgage broker, which I used to be, what would I be doing? I would be doing the same. I would be talking about self-employed, stated income loans. I'd be talking about DSCR loans, like the advantages of DSCR loans for real estate investors. You don't have to show your income docs. You can't qualify from a DTI standpoint. You create content around that. Now you're becoming an expert of that. Or house hacking. Hey, how do you do your first house hack? Let me show you how to create wealth through home ownership, and you don't have to buy a rental property. We're going to get you a fourplex, and we're going to use FHA financing. You're going to live in it. So I think. Our job as as real estate mortgage people uh, is to educate more, right? Because you're you're creating legacy not just for yourself, but you're creating legacy for them. Because I'm helping this borrower buy their first property, their first fourplex, which is they're gonna have no they're gonna have no payment due because the three other people are are covering their mortgage. Plus, they're gonna be netting twenty five hundred dollars a month of cash flow, right on the on the on their first deal. And then you give them a plan. Hey, let's take that twenty five hundred dollars let's save it for a year let's put it into something that you know create uh, earns interest now we're going to have you know $30,000 at the end of the year 25,000 whatever that is let's use that and buy another property or or we'll save for another year and then we're going to move out of that property we become financial planners of real estate right because real as you know it's hard to save money the only way i have ever been able to make money is really owning real estate right cuz yeah. that million dollar property goes up four or five percent a year that's fifty thousand dollars i'm adding to my net worth each year then i'm harvesting that crop and so as a mortgage planner we gotta we gotta teach people these strategies hey maybe you should buy a second home if you use it 14 days out of the year but you can also when you're not using it you can run it as a short-term rental or whatever right we're helping these people create massive wealth more so than maybe a financial planner would be doing because you know
0: that that's, that's leverage Absolutely. And I've talked to so many financial advisors that, of course, you know, when they say, oh, I inherited money or I have this amount, invest it, start an IRA, do this. No, you put it in real estate. That's why financial advisors, I mean, not some, not all, but they've steered me in the wrong direction before. Because as my I did some math on one of my IRAs of the amount I put in monthly over the 10 year span and the balance has not grown hardly any because of so many ups and downs in the market. But then you have my real estate properties that I bought my my primary in 2017 for one and a half million is worth 3 million now. I mean, in what, five years now? So it, what you were just saying about creating that wealth through real estate, it's so important for people to actually like hone in and listen to that. I have a lot of clients that get hung up on, well, if I do, you know, no money down, then the rate's higher. Just call me in 90 days when I save 20 grand. You're not going to save. If you don't already have 20 grand, nothing's going to change. So to 90 days from now, you'll probably have even less than what you have in your bank account now with that mentality. So for people listening that, you know, are on the fence and they're renting, the best way to build your wealth is by buying real estate and finding ways like finding people like both, you know, can give you options as an investor and, you know, use using other people's money and however you need to scrape and pull the money together. It's So, so important, Right.
1: Yeah. And, and like, if you have like a retirement account, there's something, and I'm not an expert in this is a, it's a Rob's rollover. You can essentially roll that into, and you can use that money to go out and buy an existing business or start a franchise, right? Like it's not making you anything. What if you took that hundred grand and you started a, like a home service based franchise business or a healthcare, you know, uh, assisted living uh, care franchise. And now that thing is doing 800 or a million dollars of gross revenue. And it's net 200 grand a year. And you're, you know, you're running it from your home because like you got to figure out how you can get these revenue streams. And that's, that's the real goal. And and so even like W2 employees, everybody should be thinking, doesn't matter if you want to stay, you love your job in tech sales or whatever, you should be looking at like, how do I replace this W2 eventually? Because
0: yeah.
1: let's face it, it's not getting any cheaper to live. And if you want to live a good life, you need money and money is, you know, And having cash flow is the most important thing, right? Because if we have a bad month, if I don't make any money in my loan business this month because five deals fell out or go, you know, what do I have? So we have to have other streams of income, right? Because you always want that constant flow of money coming to you. Mm -hmm. So even mortgage brokers or whoever is listening to this or watching this in the future, what can you do to have other streams of income coming in, right? And then what can you do in your business to maximize the results? And so if I put out these videos, all I'm really doing is taking a little bit of my time and, and using a virtual assistant to edit the the video. And that's all the amount of cost that goes into it. So it's very little cost with high return. If I were to do pay-per-click or whatever and it works, a lot of people that's an easier, easier way to scale things. But if you just do organic content creation and you put it and you keyword optimize it and you put it in the right location, over time that's gonna like that's gonna trickle into like tons of these, Like five to who who doesn't want five to seven calendar um appointments on their on their calendar every day. And like I could like probably do more if I open up my calendar more. But at some point it's a work life thing and people want me and I can't have an assistant taking the call because sometimes you have to like pick up some high level things. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing.
0: It's it is amazing and I love talking about this stuff and this is what I teach in my courses now. But to the average person, entrepreneur, that's like, yeah, I want to be like Bo. I want to get out there. I want to show up first on YouTube with keyword searches and optimizations and all that. It's a little mind blowing. But I think just to like nut it down to the basics. I used to make this mistake where I post an ad and I'd say, hey, Tiffany with Guild Mortgage and Team Tiffany Rose, apply for a loan today versus here's the call to action. Here's the hook here's the story, here's feel, felt, found, you know, all, the, all these techniques, putting the right hashtags, running the right ads, targeting, repurposing correctly. There's two worlds to using social media. You do it incorrectly, where it's buy my thing, apply today, or call me with questions versus doing all the stuff that you're talking about. And that I'm teaching two completely different worlds. You can do the same thing with video the wrong way, or the right way. You just have, you said call to action a couple of times in there. I don't think people even realize that a call to action needs to be there and that it doesn't always have to be apply for a loan today. It could be drop a house emoji. If you plan to blah, 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 or what can you do in today's market to blah, 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 you know, anything at the end and having the right hooks and always being out there, educating, educating, educating people. The times have changed. I think it was a Oh my gosh. What was that movie? Uh, Boiler Room. I think it was like, sell me this pen right now that used to be like, well, it's got this feature and this feature. Now the way of selling is serving. It's like, well, tell me why you want this pen. Tell me what it means to you. What would it, what would you be able to do if you had this pen completely different worlds and you've transitioned into this world where you know how to generate the leads, not just because you're handsome and smart and all these things. You also have all these other technical tactics to blow up your calendar and generate leads. And you you also use something that uh, is, you use Meetup, right? So can you tell the audience a little bit about that and how you generate business that way or connect people?
1: Sure, so I think what you what you really wanna do, and I'm, I'm kind of painting the picture here, is, is where is your target audience? So uh, years back, I said, well, you know, I make loans to real estate investors. So why don't I create a Meetup group, go to meetup.com for real estate investors, right? And so now I have three thousand people in those meetup groups on meetup.com, right? That I can advertise to. I can invite them to events. I'm not always trying to sell them. A lot of times I'm giving them like huge value. I'm bringing great speakers and always. It's not all about always the loan. But but because of that, I have the ability to plant seeds whenever I want. So these three thousand people will get some messages. Oh, by the way, here's a recently funded deal. I'll write I'll write a what we call a tombstone, right? Like. Just take what you're doing. Hey, I closed this loan and I'm telling the story. Hey, this was a real estate investor in Texas. You know, he, he needed to refi. His hard money with loan was at 12%. It was coming due. This is what I did. Da, da, da. That's my tombstone. That's a call to action. So I could plant those seeds in the meetup. So you can really, the first step is like reverse engineer, like what you want to be known for. What do you want to be known for? What's your niche? What's your niche? Whether that's somebody that specializes work with VA loans, or maybe you've become the the bad Ask 203K specialists because nobody knows how to do 203Ks in the mortgage world, right? Maybe that's your 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 gift. And you all you talk about is 203k on your social presence. 203K, hey, let's get your first, we're gonna find a fixer up or the market's a little soft. You can get your offers accepted. We fix up this duplex. You you live in one side, you live it like that. Could be your story that creates thousands of loan opportunities or hundreds at least, right? Like, because if you go onto YouTube. Somebody came to me and said, hey, I want to build a, I want to build a fourplex and use FHA loan. And I'm like, I didn't even know there was a construction loan one time closed for fourplexes. I mean, there's probably a very minute group that know how to actually close those deals. So maybe that's you. Maybe you're not getting any leads or maybe you become the king, of, king or queen of DSCR loans. right? Like, you know, like if you're a broker, you know, hey, I'm going to take it to, you know, the, this, this lender, this lender, this is why they're good. And then you systemize the process of closing those deals. Right? Or maybe you become the king of doing luxury um, home, home purchases like for three or four million when they, they can't prove income. A lot of those big business people have millions of dollars but they can't get a conventional loan. Well, maybe you're that luxury person that can do these five million dollar big you know bank statement type deals. So carve out what you want to be known for, and then we, then you create the plan of like, okay, where am I going find where am I going to plant seeds that those people are going to find?
0: And Alex that's Timozi what the, says. Don't get yeah. niche slapped. Yeah. So it's true. If you try to be an expert at everything or a Jack of all trades, master at none, you're going to confuse your audience and a confused mind doesn't buy. And when you're just out there talking about too many different things and credit repair, this and FHA, this, and you got to niche it down and become the absolute expert, exactly what you're saying. And that's how you're going to generate the business and make a positive impact on the community and the world that you're in, you know, what whether it's loans or real estate or any kind of op- entrepreneur where you have to sell, you've got to serve and you've got to educate and you have to niche it down and become the absolute, what you just said, king and queen of whatever it is that you want to talk about. Pick something you're passionate about. Don't pick something you hate doing. You know, if you hate dealing with people with bad credit, don't be your niche uh, and make your niche credit repair. Pick something else that's that's fun, you know, luxury, luxury real estate or something. So. You just touched on three different ways to generate leads and grow your business by educating. So you got your podcast, you do your meetup and you've grown that and you've talked about how to get found uh, in the searches and how to have like that intent and then kind of reverse engineer it. So, you know, my podcast wouldn't be taught mortgage and mindset in minutes if I didn't talk about the mindset piece. Why is it? that people don't jump on this opportunity. If it's just creating video, making sure that a call to action, putting some keywords in, what the heck is stopping people from doing it?
1: Because a lot of people are content where they're at and they have a fear. So like, they're like, okay, well, I'm cool making my my six figures. I make I a hundred grand and my business is always a $100,000 business, give or take, right? Like, and I can live okay. But you have to have that burning desire that there's, you know, more. Like, what do you aspire to be? Like. And you finally have to just say, hey, listen, I want to be I don't want to leave this earth being mediocre, uh, being mediocre, right? Boy. Like, you know, at 45 years old, I, I have that realization. And that's why I hired a coach, actually. It was because I felt like I was not fulfilling my destiny. Right. So, like, if you don't have that burning desire, it's OK, then maybe you shouldn't you don't need to worry about it. Maybe that's this isn't for you. But if you want to up level your life. Right. A lot of it becomes, comes from a financial position. It's money doesn't do everything for you. It doesn't make you more happy, but it make gives you the time freedom. Like right now, I look and I go, okay, I'm 45 now at 55 years old, or actually I'm doing like a five year plan because like at 50 years old, what do you want your life to be? And then if I kept doing what I was doing for the last 20 years, I'm not going to get the results. Right. Cause I, I got stuck in that, okay, I'm okay.
0: Definition of insanity right there, right? Yeah,
1: but (laughs) now, like if you think big picture, how much different is it for you when business just comes to you? Like, I don't go hunting anymore. I hunt like from a, from like an e-myth way where I'm working on my business. Like I like plant seeds, that's how I hunt. I don't have to go out and buy internet leads and call people. People book time to call me because I'm the authority in the space. That's way different, right?
0: And you know, and I, I almost, yeah, I almost yeah. cried Bo when I first got my, my first realtor a couple of years ago called me and said, Tiff, I've been following you on social media. I have a loan for you, blah, blah, blah. I love your content. I literally almost cried because I attracted that business. She's in the bottle. She's not in my community. I don't see her at mixers. I don't connect with her. I didn't never did alone with her. And I was so happy. I cried because I was so happy that everything that I'd been doing and the funnels and the, you know, the limiting beliefs that I'm like, I don't know what's a funnel. I can't learn it. I'm scared. It's going to be too hard. I pushed through all that and to get that first deal that I attracted and closed was like money. I mean, it was just a beautiful thing. And that's, I think what people aren't realizing is like, you just have to start, start somewhere and write down your list. Cause I don't, I agree with you that some people are content, but I, do think that it goes a lot deeper with the fear part that you mentioned. People procrastinate. I just saw Mel Robbins talk about it this morning on Instagram. People cr- procrastinate because it equals stress. It's something that's good. They don't understand it. Learn. Tell you right now, learning is not scary. It's fun. Start telling yourself that if you're listening to this, because it's the only way you're going to push through and get with today's times. You don't understand what like long tail keywords and this and that and how to set up a podcast and what's Buzzsprout or whatever your platforms are and how does BoDo meet up? You've got to write down like those out of all of this, maybe three things. Pick it and go all in on it and get over yourself. Get over your fear of whatever it is that's stopping you and don't be content because yeah, you don't want to die being mediocre. So yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, that's my biggest fear in the world is to like to look back and say like not be To have that, like you're sitting in your, you know, you're 75 years old, you're laying in bed and you're like, what did I really do with my life? Right? Like I worked and I grinded, but I never really got ahead. And like, I was just like this middle-class person, which is cool. You know, it's better than being poor. But, and I was like content. And then I have these regrets when I get older. That's the scary part. Like I I would say like, if you're, you gotta just snap internally and say, listen, I'm going to do this. I'm gonna get okay talking on podcasts, even if I say um and but because I always I still to this day, I say a lot of buts and ums, but what can I do? Right. So everything I do, I try to keep on like moving the needle, moving the needle. Maybe it's like doing a Toastmasters, or maybe it's like getting out of my comfort zone. I was just at a meetup the other day to do better content, to go shoot in a a studio with better lighting. Like I am constantly thinking, like, okay, what can I do? What can I do with my workouts? I was working out at the gym today, I was jumping rope in this. Totally ripped dude, that's like a jump rope master comes up and says, "Hey, tr- try my jump rope, right?" Like, and then we started talking. I'm like, "Well, what's your workout?" And he's like, "Tell me what his workout is." I'm like, "Okay, that guy's super ripped. I want to look like that." And he's jumping rope in between each head and he's using this jump rope. And this is—he told me his workouts. He keeps his heart rate at 130, right? Like, so you get around these people that will uplevel you. He motivates me. I never even talked to the guy in three years till today. He came up to me. I'm like, "Dude, dude's ripped." You know, everybody wants to look like this guy. And I work out every day, but I'm not getting those results. So it's who, not how, right? He just shared information with me. Like I probably should have talked to him earlier and be like, hey, I watch you in here. You're doing a great job. Can you like tell me what your workout is, right? Don't be afraid to ask people. People wanna share their successes with you. That's important to so get around those people and don't have fear. Like we all have fear. I have a coach cause I have limiting beliefs, right? And like, if you don't have a coach, you need a coach, right? Like I was like, okay, like, you know, I was intimidated to pay X amount of dollars per hour session. I was like, that's a lot of money. Like, you know, like I'm paying X amount. And that's like, well, I, I never thought I would, you know, but it's like, it's totally worth it because you're getting somebody's experience to kind of look on you and help you work on stuff that you you have problems with that. You're like, oh, I'm afraid to do this. I'm afraid of that. But once you start getting out there, when I started doing the meetups and I started talking in front of people, it's like, all right, I'm actually pretty good at this. And like, I have a lot of knowledge to share. I'm sure everybody out there has a good amount of knowledge that like they could really tell a story about. And that's the key It's like, what do you have out there? What, what experiences can you share with the world? And by sharing with the world and by helping these people, like with whatever this is that you have, it's going to feed you. Like it's going to give you more than you ever thought possible. It won't if you don't do it. And most people, you're right, are scared. They're like, I, I can't do it. I had one I have one mortgage broker friend. His name is John. I'm not going to say his last name for embarrassment purposes, but for like the last 15 years we've had the same conversation. I'm going to start doing marketing. I'm going to start doing marketing, right? And then, you know, he had a couple good years cuz everybody, every mortgage broker was doing fairly well the last couple of years when rates were 2.75%. But the thing is with John, he'll never because he's scared for some reason and content, he'll never like He'll only have that good two years when the rates are low. Well, why couldn't he just like be a good marketer and like crush it every year? Instead of making like 300 grand during, you know, good times, what if you're making 600 grand? And then during bad times, you're still making 450. And then you're taking that money and you're investing it because you're constantly educating yourself. You're investing in like half long assets. You're buying real estate. You become, you, you're you becoming the message you're telling other people, right? Like, yeah. I can I can walk the walk because I buy rental properties, I flip houses, I invest in different asset classes now. I invest in merchant cash advances, which are a risky class. I I I didn't own any Bitcoin Bitcoin or anything. I didn't knew nothing about it. I just opened a Coinbase account. And I put five hundred dollars in a in a in a in a in a, um, a cryptocurrency right because I don't know enough. And if I lose five hundred bucks, that's okay. But I wanted to educate myself on the blockchain oh, because. That's all coming. And if you don't adapt with AI and all this stuff, as a loan officer taking technology, pretty soon people are just gonna go and just fill out online and not have to talk to you anymore. Yeah. You wanna be the messenger that's like, hey, you're calling me because you're, you're gonna get navigated to the right way and get, get to the finish line. That's why they call me, because I'm the expert in that nail- niche. You can easily be um, replaced if you don't have the skill set easily. And it's all coming.
0: It is. I was just going to say that I took the words out of my mouth. It's all coming. I I got top producer award for uh, 2022. And the only way that I did it was because. All that crazy stuff that I was learning the last, you know, maybe three, four years going in a lot deeper and getting influencers and interviewing and starting my podcast, writing my book and understanding funnels and call to actions and hooks and the right way to storytell and creating my authentic voice. What's my story? All these things that I know, I know damn well. My some of my coworkers are like, what's she doing in her office now? What's going on? What's the selfie light for? What's the headphones or the microphone? All that stuff is what kept me in top position last year through all the market tough times. I didn't have the best year as I did the past years, but I still made it on top. The only way I did it was through all this innovative new stuff. That's not even new. It's just, it's stuff that's starting to become more and more normal. And if you don't, do you think going and sitting in an open house on a Sunday with the realtor, if you're a loan officer is gonna be what gets you the business? Do you think that's collapsing time? Do you think that's what's gonna generate the leads? Hell no, you got to get your voice out there, figure out what your authentic voice is in the first place, get it out there, figure out what the analytics look like, learn how to do retargeting and, you know, uh, reach ads and brand awareness and all these cool things that Facebook offers and spend the money, Uh, you Attention is currency. You have to spend the money to get eyes on your product. There's a reason, right, why in Super Bowl commercials, they pay millions and of million dollars to be on their brand because as many eyes on their brand as possible, the better. You're not going to grow your business organically if you just say, apply today if you want a home loan. It's not going to work in today's world, right?
1: Put it this way. Right now, I don't know, I have maybe 670 videos on YouTube. There's, there's a handful of people watching my content right now, learning. And and soon we'll be booking a call, and I'm not doing anything more for it. It's they're already done, right? That you're winning before you arrive. That little bit of time I spent is multiplying me, right? Everything you do needs to be a multiplying effect. Like when you get a certain deal, like a like it's a DSCR loan, right? You should have a quick link, like email, that goes to the client, like makes things so easy, so I don't have to repeat what I'm doing, because then you're more efficient, and you can have better systems. And so that all plays into it. But right now there's thousands of, there's a thousand bows uh, selling for me right now, a thousand plus, right? Like, and anybody out there right there could be doing the same thing. So like, I would, I don't know, I, I would strongly encourage you to do that. And uh, the last thing I wanted to add with, with, with something you said was that um, Carol, Carol DeWick, uh, she wrote a book about growth mindset. You know about mindset and there's people that have growth mindset like read that book and hopefully you see where you where maybe some of you doesn't don't have that growth part try to try to work on that growth part that growth mindset and uh yesterday with my coach i was like i i i told him i'm like i'm on like a 90 -er. percenter i i'm pretty good at stuff but i never get to like the elite level right and so like That's a mindset thing. And like, I'm like, hey, I can never be like an Alex Ramosy me, you know, having $200 million in revenue every year. I can't do it. Right. But that's a mindset thing, right? Like I I can do it. And so you got to like figure out these triggers in your life that will really help you. Like when you're having a bad day, right? Like when you have a bad day at work, because we're in sales, right? We lose a deal and we were counting on that $15,000 commission, whatever it is. And then we, we get, we get it kind of down, it's like, man, I was worked on that. It's like, instead of making that deal ruin the rest of your day, what's a trigger you can do to like kind of snap you back into that positive mindset. Right. And so that I was working on that yesterday. Right. So we're constantly working on these things cause we want to improve. We want to be the best version of Bo the best version of Tiff that we can both physically and business wise. Right. And it all flows together. And the people I hang out with are all entrepreneurial because I'm entrepreneurial, right? The people I like to, I get along with. The people that I used to party with aren't the same people I'd like, you know, I still like them and they're still my friends, but I spend more time now with the groups where I'm learning on the weekends. I'm going, Hey, how do I become a better version of Bo? It's like, Hey, go to this boot boot, this camp, this boot camp, or, or take this online webinar. And most people, I don't know for whatever reason they don't want to do it, but I'm telling you, if you're watching this right now, you probably have that that drive inside you. And you just need to like just everything you do is just move the needle forward every day. Meet with your marketing people, your team, like and like what can you be? What what can you look at? What can you be doing? What can you? How can you position yourself as the authority in whatever niche you are? And that is going to propel your business.
0: And and you know, well said. And don't be afraid to learn new things because you kind of got to dabble at it and, and figure it out. But then whatever you know, when you pick your niche, something that you're really intensely passionate about, the rest of the stuff, hire it out. There's virtual assistants that instead of buying the $5 Starbucks in the morning, you take that money and you pay a virtual assistant to do the work that you absolutely know is not collapsing time and bettering you. So you got to kind of learn it all at first. You know, you, you do need to understand what funnels are and having conversion rates and opt in pages and you know all that yes but once you kind of at least just like what you said with bitcoin you just wanted to kind of understand it a little bit then once you get a grip on it hire it out find hire slow fire fast and go for what your passion is in my conversations now they are so changing. It's so fun. Now I talk to people at like mixers or parties or whatever about conversions and, oh my gosh, so what are you doing with this? And how are you doing this on your social media? It's so fun to talk about. I no longer want to gossip about other people and, you know, get wasted and be hung over and blow off the day the next day. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have a few drinks and I'm going home because in the morning I want to do X, Y, and Z. And learning is a game now to me. It's so fun. So just fi- figuring out how to like, don't be scared of this stuff that you don't know because you can always pay someone. It's a huge world. That's gotten very small with the digital technology.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Everything's at your fingertips now. Yeah. And I just look at my end, like my, my vision in my head is like, my business is flowing. I can bring my laptop to Mexico. I, I just bought a, uh, a nice little house overlooking the beach in Mexico. I, I wear flip flops and shorts all day. And then, you know, when I want to meet with clients, I meet over zoom. I, solve big problems i get paid very well and i can still like enjoy kind of a slow pace and i come back to my house in vegas do hang out and go to the fights and do that So, so think about that end vision and think about like hey i'm i'm at this point in my life i'm 45 or whatever you are and like okay by 55 this is and then you vision board it right then you have the vision board of like the beach house in mexico the life you're living like the you're getting away from like having that we in the in the real estate world we we live with that kind of stress in the bottom of our gut because we're like so dependent on deals closing but what if you had so many deals that were going on and you started putting the right uh junior loan officers in and you started kind of working yourself outside of the business so now you're working on it instead of in it and that's where we're going to evolve to because then you're not you're not in the trenches like i for 20 years i've been in the trenches and it's like no I'm, all the other real smart people are up here and they're like we're their little puppets. So you want to get up there and work on the business. That's yeah. So you and become really successful.
0: Hell yeah. And lead, gosh, you took the word. I love you, Beau. You're just freaking genius. But um, leads solve problems. So if you get leads, if you do X, Y, and Z, that stress and that pressure, first of all, you're going to learn all these fun things. It really is fun to learn all this stuff and get with the times. But you're going to generate business. You don't have to feel like you're in that hamster wheel, that rat race where you're just like, oh, my God, if I lose this deal, that's going to be $7,000. I won't be able to do X, Y, and Z or pay this bill. I'm, I'm done with that. I want to teach. I'm changing the industry in the loan, with loan originators. I want them to be empowered and stop thinking of ourselves as workers or managers. We're as marketers, educators, and innovators. That's the people that make the millions. Managers, workers, you're never going to get to the millions and you're never going to be able to impact the millions if you don't level up. Level up your community, your masterminds, you get a coach, invest on yourself. My, my coach, uh, Krista Mayshore, she paid Dean Graziosi 25 grand for four hours. She had to go fly to him four hours for 25 grand and they just know how to roll. There's no idle chat. There's no gossiping time. It's Go all in and invest in yourself and make sure you're coached up. Have no fear. Be resourceful and be bold. No one gives a crap because if you're at the bottom, they ignore you. And if you're at the top, they hate on you. So just be you and make money, right?
1: I love it. I'll end on that (laughs)
0: note. Sounds amazing. Thank you, Beau. You're awesome as always. Thank you.